and welcome to another great episode of the On The Radar Podcast. This is the podcast that music and artists and bands coming to, through, and from the Northwest Ohio region. My name is Peapod. I am your host. We are at Underhill Recordings. Pat Sheckert uh, is my producer for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. It's the final episode of the 27 27- teen year it's been a wild ride thank you so much for everybody uh who's been supporting this podcast supporting all these bands who've come in and we cannot wait for the new year it's got to be a lot of fun stuff very excited a little bit of news um after a little bit after we released the dream repair episode which shout out to those guys and i hope those guys had a great cd release show uh, a couple weeks back um we found out that this podcast is now on spotify so you can guys can go and uh, go check it out on Spotify, of course, on iTunes, Podbean. Uh, there's links at our Facebook page. We'll plug all that stuff at the end of the episode. We're very excited for this band out of Bowling Green, Ohio. They reached out, uh, and they're about to be getting ready for releasing their first full album. This is the band American Spirits. Gentlemen, good morning. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Great. Good. 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 A little tired. A little tired. Getting there. Yeah. Got the coffee. Got a coffee. Yeah, it's a cold winter Saturday. First snow of the year in Ohio, so uh, how about that? We're glad we all traveled safe and everything much like our town unfortunately they don't know how to you know salt the fucking roads so uh, they forget each year yeah they forget what snow (laughs) what in ohio in the midwest shit (laughs) like they never realize it but we're all safe here and every everything so we're very excited for uh this episode we're gonna have some fun so go ahead uh and introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in the band um i'm dylan and i play guitar and uh i think we all sing but uh I am Bales. I slap the bass guitar. Ooh. I am Trey. I just yell into microphones majority of the time. I'm Connor, and I play drums. Awesome. And they are from Bowling Green, Ohio, which is our kind of our sister town from Toledo. Not even, uh, uh, you know, 30 minutes away. It's like the neglected uh, sister. It, it seems like it. And <laughs> it let, let's, let's, we'll start at that point. It feels like the two worlds between Toledo and Bowling Green is very separate, even though it's basically the same realm when it comes uh, to music. But there's a lot of different attitudes and a little different style of things. And why do you think that it feels like Bowling Green's kind of like the neglect- neglected uh, child or sister, like as you said uh, about it? It's uh, a city in a field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like coming into Bowling Green, you kind of think that it's like this rural, like farm town. And then when you've like kind of been there for a while you like and you go out to the bars and you you like you really get to see the nightlife you're like man this is not a cornfield town like no. this is this yeah. is like people come from all over to crazy. Bowling Green, yeah. which is kind of crazy yeah bowling green is like it's like a really students. fun uh nightlife um, it's a big college town huge yeah it's like oh, the, yeah, only, yeah. the only people that you see there are, are college students uh and like that's i think that's why it's cool because you get like people from everywhere. You're not just getting people like t- t- nothing against Toledo, but like Toledo is a lot of people from Toledo. Yeah. Um, and like you do get some transplants, but um, Bowling Green is more like everyone's a transplant. You know, it's a bigger There's melting pot in a like, smaller place. Yeah. Not probably. many people from there stayed there. Yeah, I feel like if you're from there, if you you're don't from there, stay. you're probably not <laughs> from there. Yeah. I'm technically a transplant of, uh, from Toledo. I originally was born and raised in Akron, Ohio, and then I came to Toledo originally for engineering. And then about a couple semesters in, I almost failed out of college. I was kind of a smart kid. Uh, and then I realized, like, I'm not engineering smart. That's just uh, <laughs> a little bit too too advanced for me. And I got to love uh, my love of music. My passion for uh, uh, for that got me into radio, joined the college radio station. And uh, unfortunately, to, to my mother's uh, um, uh, uh, wish, 
is because she's actually a BG graduate herself. And uh, I went to Toledo, so she was a little heartbroken. But the radio and the communication program in Bowling Green is unfortunately vastly superior than Toledo. Yeah, shout out. It exploded. Uh, shout out to WBGU. Yeah, yeah they have done friends. a lot of stuff. And when I was time at, at WXUT, nothing against them, but it's completely different now than it was when I was in college. They have um, a studio. They have it now. They, they now have, have a studio. In Bowling Green, they, that studio is probably... Like I've I've not been in all the studios in in Northwest Ohio, but that's probably one of the best studios in Northwest. Yeah, Ohio. in BG's, it's crazy. Like, nice. It's crazy. It's, it's brand, brand new. new. It's all state yeah, of the it's art. It's only like two years brand, old. It, yeah, they built. I think it was they're building it this summer. Um, was the last the one summer. On campus? Yeah, uh, the Coolin Center on campus, and that place is amazing. It's all state of the art. Um, it's incredible. It's where all we got, we, got a, we had a chance to uh, <laughs> me and me and Trey and, and Bales got a chance to go and um, shoot video for Trino Leaves. Oh, nice! Um, and in there, in, friends in of that, the show, but former that, yeah, former host in the Coolin Center, and we got to see it, and it's amazing. It's an amazing place. That's that's so great. When they start utilizing that more for for bands and to use that more on air. They that, do? That'll be live cool. sessions. What's the uh Stanton sessions? Yeah. I'm not sure mm. if that's gonna be a recurring thing this year, but last year they did a um, a number of a number of sessions called the Stanton Sessions. And mm. that was kind of uh um, showcasing local talent. I think I uh I, kn- I know a guy, uh uh, uh Chris Cavera, I believe his last name is, uh from Killbot Zero is now a professor there, I believe. And I think he's gonna start doing stuff uh recording as well, which is really cool. Very um cool. He th- awesome. those guys th- th- that duo of Killbot Zero. If you ever get the small chance to see them, I don't know if they're doing much stuff anymore. Um, but if you ever get the chance to see those two guys, um, just try to look up some stuff. They they do it's it's a two piece instrumental, but it's just it's it's an experience. It really is. It's uh, I've definitely it's seen the, their stickers. Yeah, I've definitely seen. I have seen three of their shirts, <laughs> and it's cats and robots, and I absolutely love it. Awesome. I make fun of myself every time. It's like I'm gonna get my nicest cat shirt and wear it to work, and the, <laughs> everybody's like looking at me weird. I mean, more than usually do, but uh, yeah, a lot of great acts come out of uh, of Bowling Green. Of course, you guys, uh, think... Trino leaves. I'm wearing a Casket Company shirt. Shout mm-hmm. out to those kids. Um, a lot of good stuff out of BG as of late. I think that Bowling Green, as far as music scene, um, not only just like the potential of the performers coming out of there, but like um, the venues, like mm-hmm. the possibilities for the venues, and like just the pe- like there's so many people out. Toledo's great as far as Ottawa Tavern and Frankie's mm-hmm. and the other venues that put on shows here. They have a great following, but you go to a bar in Bowling Green, and at any given bar, there's 500 people there. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, so yeah. Um, if the potential the potential for a live band to come in and really, really pack that place is, is there. And um, shout out to Howard's. Howard, oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, and and Nikki Cordy, especially. Nikki, Nikki is our girl. Yeah. That girl. Uh, Howard's I, is amazing. I have the utmost respect for her. She yeah. she doesn't ta- take no shit from no, people. Yeah. She does a great job she's booking. Great. Shout amazing. out to her. Yeah. She's um, a sweetheart. Totally. I played there when I was in high school, like 2010, <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. And oh my, uh, like I I think that the sound guy was maybe like five minutes early, <laughs> like th- before we played. Oh my god! Like we didn't get we didn't get a sound check or anything. Oh. Uh, the whole place just kind of smelled like piss. Yeah, and, it's uh, really turned around now. Yeah, yeah. and now like the new bit. owners, uh, I think it's Stephen Tony. Is that the? Is that- yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Tony. Tony is the amazing lights guy. Yeah, it oh, seems so the amazing so sound guy. They're both amazing at what they do. They're incredible. Um, it smells but, less like piss but, now. But yeah, it, I mean, it, no, honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly Howard's is really, and they they added um, another stage 
in the middle. Oh, for, they did for open mic. Yeah. I haven't um, been to I haven't been to Howard's in a hot minute. So. Um, they've last week, a lot. They've, last week yeah. we went there. They um, had all these lights up, and I'm not sure if that's going to be a Christmas thing or for like an ever thing. They added monitors. They need to keep them forever because it adds such a good. There is a the there is a camera that. It puts the the stage uh-huh. on TVs all over the place. So yeah. if you're in, if they there's TVs, if, they're, if you're at the bar, I think that was like an uh, offset from the the live at Howard's thing. That they yeah, did, the WBGU. Yeah, yeah. and that's something else. Yeah, you could see a live set on the smoking roster already that they've done. Yeah, so Howard's is really killing it. Good, good, good. And and like as far as local venues, that's one of the the top five local venues as far as I'm concerned. Like you know, that's that's an amazing spot. It's important for us, especially. and that's like, and I don't want to like. I don't want to say that's our home, but but that kind of is. Like, well, it is. It kind yeah. of is. Like you know, like we have our own DIY spot that we throw shows at, um, but that's our spot at a, as far as bars. You know, like they yeah. they are so good to us there, and they let us pick who we want to play with, and that's cool because we get to bring bands from out of town. Um, we brought Pat Egan and the Heavy Hearts from Chicago, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. We brought Softin uh, last weekend from, from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. The movies um, from the Cleveland. movies from Cleveland. Like we get a chance to to not only like showcase us and, and local other local talent, but we get a chance to bring in a band who otherwise would ha- wouldn't have a chance to to come in and um, and play there because you know their music doesn't fit that genre or their their like whatever. You know, we get a chance to bring bands that people normally wouldn't get to see. Um, to there and to showcase their abilities. Too. And it's always difficult when you're a traveling act to to find the it's venue, so to find the so the place hard. that would fit. And even if you're the the first band, uh, uh, first band on a, a new place that you've never been to in a new town, it's always very scary. You don't know how to get that. That's feel something that following. I feel like nobody talks about. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know why. I don't know if it's like some secret that we don't know yet, or if it's like some like it like it, some trade thing that that we have to learn along the way, but. But like, I feel like no one talks about how hard it is to like start playing shows out of town, and like, yeah, people have tough. been people have been great and you know trying to help us and, and do stuff like that. But we have a great following locally, but we're still trying to break out. Um, and as far as bringing bands in has helped us a lot. Out of, out of oh yeah, absolutely. because that networking is very. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's priceless. That's, like, that's how that's you get out. Any, I think anything. that's the biggest thing is yeah. is I've seen. But I, I've done a little bit of work with like some band managing. Not so much now, but um, it, finding new venues contacts bands is super difficult and it's the hardest thing i mean you have to get to the point where you can figure out and like contact people locally and then from there kind of map out where you want to go when you want to go how you want to go and then uh figure out how you can you do a lot of like show swapping like uh i I did um i did a little work with casket company before um, and we met up with uh, uh, bands out of Dayton. Um, fuck, what's it called? I forgot their band name already. I feel so bad because they're good kids. Um, and we, we did a couple of show swaps with them, and that was very helpful mm-hmm. uh, to them reaching out uh, to outside bands. But it, that, that's, it's very difficult, and people don't realize that there is a big step between good local and good traveling. Yeah, huge, huge. Absolutely. And, yeah. It's very, and it's very hard to cross that um uh that that line and uh, all you can do really in any band any new band out there any band who wants to do more is just keep yourself professional and keep yourself always in contact with other acts and try not to burn bridges yeah and just to keep making just keep going too yeah (laughs) like a lot of people just stop yeah Yeah. sorry uh one of the things that i uh i i really like looked forward to um, was like just meeting other band members mm-hmm. and other bands. Like I think that all of us are like we've made a lot of friends in other bands, mm-hmm. and like 
um, the the thought of potentially going on tour with one of those bands, or the thought of potentially like going somewhere else and and like you know like not only just playing a show with them, but like staying the night at their house and and hanging out all night and like yeah. getting to hang out with those new friends is like you're meeting people who like for I don't know personally for the most part I didn't have a lot of like really good musical cultural you know people like that growing up um, as far as friends so like getting to meet people who also share that like passion of wanting yeah. to make music. And like meeting those people and like hanging out with them is amazing. Yeah, the, and the biggest thing is just just talk like you said before talking to people. Even before we start, you, Dylan, and uh, Pat were just talking gear stuff and everything, and it was <laughs> it was That's really like a cool like experience just seeing how how you were talking about like the different you know cabs, different yeah. speakers, things what you use. It was all French to me. That's the key, but <laughs> it, like, it seemed like, like <laughs> you guys knew what I you're doing like already. Gear, grooving, gear which is, is like great. The way that I do it, I feel like yeah. gear is like someone comes up and goes, "Hey, what is that?" Or I go up and go, "What is that?" <laughs> How'd you do that? What is that pedal? Yeah, what and, that and that's always like the best. That's literally like the best intro for every for every uh, like meeting with someone. I feel for me personally, I'm a gear nerd. So, I wish I yeah. wish I was a little bit more of a gear nerd. I'm just more of a kind of a sound nerd. I mean, that's why I guess I was in radio and I and I did podcasting and things like that. Like I like music. I like the finished product. But finding like working with guys like Pat, working with guys with Steve Orser, who's been doing your album. Yes, yeah, um, shout, uh, shout out to him in the master yeah. bedroom. We love you. We, love we you, miss Steve. you. Um, uh, it's like seeing like all the intricacies of how you do it. It's it's fascinating, but I couldn't tell you how to get a certain sound by a certain pedal or what I'm looking for or how how to stack my amps and things like that. But I love hearing the finished product. Yeah. So <laughs> no, when we went in to record our album with Steve, like it was a totally eye opening experience. Yeah, like we are totally a live band. We have been a live band from the start. So and like we have like a way that we do things mm -hmm. that like we try to stick to. And then we went in with Steve, and it was like a whole new thing where, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think anyone who knows Steve kind of knows, like, Steve's either a yes or a no guy. And if he, yeah. if he doesn't think it's going to work, he's not going to waste his time on yeah. it. And, like, if he does think it's going to work, he's going to spend all the time that he thinks he needs to make that work. And, like, I think working with Connor on the drums, like, that was invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. Helps, yeah. Me, like, helps me a lot. Just incredible. I went in yeah. playing a lot of parts because we play live, so you got to play a little bit louder. Right. Um, and a lot of the bits that I wanted to play... Uh, didn't quite fit the studio recording for it, so him and I worked together to try to figure out like how to keep the same feel of what I was playing live and put it on the album too. And it actually influenced a lot of the ways that I play things live. It mm -hmm. gave me a lot of new ideas for um, even just like subtle kick placements, like in fills and stuff like that. Just like in a really slow, like a slower song, it really opens everything up if you like play wider. Right. Um, so he gave me a lot of really good insight for that because I mean I've been drumming for seven or eight years but i haven't i just now got back into like drumming regularly this past year when dylan picked me up for uh drumming in the american spirits um mm -hmm. but i mean steve just uh, his knowledge is in, invaluable and he's a huge drum guy he, he plays Absolutely. drums for secret yeah. space so he knows a thing or two about things too but it, he's very intelligent it was, and and, it was, and it's really cool it was cool he was really excited he did like a new mic setup so he, he was, like and as a drummer, oh, yeah. he was he pumped about the drums, man. He was <laughs> so excited. It was they cool sounded amazing. Like they never <laughs> sounded this good before. <laughs> like, he's, he, he's been a very integral part with stuff like with the podcast and getting this off the ground and helping me. And also with Dean, you know, of course, uh, from Secret Space and his yeah, partner shout out crime to and everything. Shout out to those guys. Like, you know, those guys have been, like, like big brothers to us. Yeah, yeah those guys rip. They have done so much for us as far as just, like, helping out with um, – you know, like advice and, and, um, you know, what, what's the next step mm -hmm. and we're here. How do we get here? Yeah. And, you know, like, um, I've met with Dean a couple of times and, and every time that I meet with him, I, I take away like some really, really good knowledge on how to take the next step and like how to communicate better with the guys and how to communicate better, like just as a band. And I feel like mm -hmm. 
all of us really have learned a lot from those guys. Let's talk about the band a little bit. How did this band form? You know, how how did the idea of the American Spirits come together? Um, cigarettes. Outside of the cigarettes, we, uh, I was about to say, did you guys smoke those? And like, that's a really cool band. At the time, like at the time, it was kind of like we're we're all. If anyone knows us, we're kind of goofy dudes. Like we're all really weird. That's I was fine. I was just telling we could do weird. My we're also silly. Matt Rayo last night, uh, one of our buddies. I was just telling him like it's weird because like in most universes all of us getting together and playing is totally crazy because we all have very different musical backgrounds oh, and like God, oh, yeah, gosh, yeah. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about it. what what are, what are some of them let's get let's get right, really weird so let's get let's, deep let's get, like this. we're gonna get really weird and it's gonna be really strange everyone go around the room and tell so let's say two influences two influences not 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 on your not on how we play our music but but Just like, like two influences artists, like... on on your personal personal okay. influences. Oh, this is gonna be good. You can start. And this is how weird we are. Okay, Connor, you go first. Oh God. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm a SoundCloud junkie. So I listen to nothing but beeps and boops and bass. And, <laughs> um, so I'm a huge fan of uh, Cosmos Midnight, which is a, a two twins from uh, I want to say Australia um, that make very like cute pop music. Okay. Um, 
And then I also am a huge fan of Mr. Carmack, a producer out of Honolulu who's been destroying the live game in the past two years. Carmack as in, like, the chapstick? Yeah, but with a CK <laughs> instead of the X. Oh, okay. Um, and he's just uh, – he basically just kind of pioneered bass music and made an entire new sound that everyone else started copying after he, he blew up. Um, so, I mean, the fact that I all I do is listen to beats – <laughs> in my spare time is really interesting that I'm playing in like an indie emo rock band. Did you get, did you get hip yeah. to Post Malone before he blew up? Because wasn't he a SoundCloud rapper? He was like a weird rock country artist for a right, while yeah. before he did anything else. And he like he did a little bit of production, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm not a huge Post Malone fan. Okay. I dressed up as him for Halloween, which kind of goes against me not being a huge fan of him. But I could I could kind of see it. I can kind of see it. We wanted Honestly. him to do Seth Rogen. At <laughs> first. I could also kind of see <laughs> that. Like if those two had a kid. We had Seth Rogen and uh, James Franco. You were James Franco. Yeah. Yeah. Pineapple James Express. Franco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I I ride with Connor a lot in his car, and riding with Connor is like riding in the angriest elevator that you could ever <laughs> like you could ever imagine. It is. Angry Elevator, name of a band. So essentially, essentially, if you like, if you left a DVD on the load screen all night, (laughs) then you know what riding in Connor's car is like. It is really aggressive, like jazz elevator music. I listen to a ton of Tennyson, um, and that's the best way you could describe that. Is just like jazzy elevator music, but it's (laughs) amazing. They're so talented and so amazing. Excuse me, Um, Trey. What do you do? What do you listen to? Okay, I'm gonna steal this before Dylan takes it. I think he he's gonna say it too. But when I grew up, listen, I listened to or my dad listened to a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers, okay, um, Nirvana, a lot of like really alternative and even like grunge music. And then I got into rap for some reason. So I'm also gonna throw out Aesop Rock. Okay. Oh hell yeah! Um, All right. He is largely influential in how I write. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My background's interesting. T- just because I I rapped a lot with friends and then I they kind of took me from that <laughs> which I like doing this better but a lot of the songs that we, I had written were rap songs turned into like this weird yeah emo rock it's kind of kind of has like a know. weird like rockabilly meets like 311 vibe yeah it, it, yeah definitely yeah, yeah absolutely maybe a little bit sublime with Rome or 21 pilots I know that's been shouted out a few times yeah. like which yeah overrated i'm not, I'm not a fan of but <laughs> um yeah I'm they not they have a great formula for music they i mean they do okay they do well in a corporate sense it's like acdc yeah like they have a great formula. don't fix like, it if it's right. not broken exactly yeah, yeah. but um, i don't i don't think there's much like they're good as in as part of the corporate machine yeah yeah totally music, oh yeah but i do see a lot like they do have a, a formula that works really yeah well. it's like nickelback you know yeah they have a formula that works yeah. really really you can knock Nickelback all you want, but they they've done something. They found a uh, I think they've a sold world more albums than yeah. like anyone ever. Yeah, <laughs> we've talked about that in a previous episode like with Dan, Secret like Space. You know, like everyone wants to hit on yeah. Dane Cook, but like Dane Cook has sold more albums than anyone. I've you know? been strangely <laughs> on a Dane Cook uh, kick because I was really big to them when I was like a freshman in college, so it was around 2004 when Retaliation came out. Yeah, those, um, see, those were the good albums. ones. Retaliation, yeah. Yeah. Was, Retaliation. And I, I recently like re-listened to the whole album because it was bored as hell, and uh, and I'm like, this is still kind of funny. There, it's it's I like it. I, I think that the fuck the mannequin bits on that. <laughs> there there will never be a funnier stand-up bit than fuck the mannequin. Yeah, there never ever. You're up, boy. Tell me to go. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of like a lot of new age, like harder rock bands. Like uh, I listened to White Reaper out of Louisville, Kentucky. And they're probably one of my favorite bands right now. I got the chance to go see them live a couple weeks ago in Columbus. 
They absolutely rip. And then DZ Death Rays, they're from, I believe, West Mandora, Australia. And they play, like, a lot of, like, Sabbath-y Shredder stuff. But it's, like, made in 2017, not the, when Sabbath was around. Right. So, it's, it, I don't know. It's really good. Was that the, was that the band that you showed me this morning? Yeah. I was like, this just sounds yep. like modern Sabbath. Yep, they <laughs> rip. Yeah. They rip. Um, for me... Uh, Trey already said it. Uh, Nirvana was like a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of like a walking cliche. <laughs> and uh, I mean, they're uh, very, they're very, in, they're very instrumental I'm like, to a I'm lot very, of bands. I'm like yeah, very, right. uh, I'm not only into Nirvana, but I'm into like Kurt and like just like their general like approach towards music, where like get to the point. There's no point in like playing silly solos and and like and adding in all the extra stuff just get to the point right you know like Step on a he's lot of into I, yeah. silly solos yeah. like that <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to anyone who wants to play that that's just not my style um but but no like i i that and kate's elephant i think both of those have kate's elephant probably like the biggest influence ever for me um and just like i think both of them share the the final goal of like kind of put that phrase in someone's head you know like um i think almost all of our songs have a one line where you walk away and like, you're kind of like, I, I remember that line, you know, <laughs> like that's kind of, I, I wanted to write when, when we started the band, um, I wanted to, to like kind of write like nursery rhymes that were rock and roll, you know, just really, really heavy songs with great hooks, almost like pop rock, you know, but, um, just like the way that we all came together to make the music, it all turned it turned into like what it is, and it's so special because we're all so different. It's definitely a blender, it's yeah, definitely a it's, hodgepodge. It's which which you would say, which we've referenced before about talking from Bowling Green, everybody's kind of transplanted into yeah. it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And and like recently, uh, a couple of shows that like really really influenced all of us. Like me and Trey went to go see Free Throw. And, uh, shitty neighbors and Heart Attack Man and Home yeah. Safe. Oh, and, Shitty Neighbors is on my uh, list of getting on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, they're great. Um, yeah, the the Little Elephant was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but, they're so busy with Little Elephant, I can't yeah. get them on the podcast. Sure. So we yeah. went to we went to go see Free Throw. Like probably we had been in the, we'd been practicing. It was like four as a band, like in. four months. Yeah. So we were we were like we kind of had an idea what we were, but we weren't sold like for sure. Mm-hmm. So like the first day we came back after that. I think I was doing like a squeal on every everything, <laughs> everything, <laughs> <Shrills> <laughs> squeals. And then, and then, uh, recently, I think all of us are like really into pup. Um, yeah, pup yeah. is, like pup this is amazing, amazing. Like punk that band. was the band that and, got me uh, away pup from is great. SoundCloud. Um, yeah, pup is kind. I kind of like pup. Kind of stole Connor, and uh, we we went to uh, snowed in, and our friends the Sonderbombs, who mm. who played the Summit Shack, um, the night before. With us, they went and opened for Pup at the Ooh. at, at um, yeah. Snowed In. Crazy and cool me experience. and Trey had to work, but me and yeah, um, and Bales and um, and Connor and Ryan from Melted Purple and um, our friend Allison all went, and we got to go see like one of our favorite bands in the front row, and that was like really not only like not only do we love Pup, but it was great to see like a band of that caliber, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just like doing what they do. And knowing that, like we we do that, like not not quite to that level yet, but we do that yeah. same thing. And like it was amazing to see one of our favorite bands just like out there killing it. And yeah, we owned that front row. We yeah, <laughs> I mean, Bales owned Bales that front drank row. so much chocolate milk Bales on the way there. The nobody, nobody moved him in the pit. It's there was so much chocolate of milk in his belly. And chocolate milk. If you move me, I'm gonna give you a reward for sure. <laughs> there, was there was there was no moving him in the pit. <laughs> so much protein. <laughs> But no, we're all very different, and that like that really, that really puts it into perspective. Like, we're all really weird, and we all like make they all we all come together to make this like one really weird 
sound, you know? So, I, okay, you asked us how we got together. So I guess I'll, I'll kick off that story. Um, oh, yeah. It started as kind of just uh, in that, that first house that I lived in, in Bowling Green. Dylan lived in the apartments really close by. So he was constantly coming over to the house. And um, we just kind of were sitting around jamming. And I met Bales through Dylan because they had grown up together uh, from the same town. So Bales kind of came over, and we just kind of jammed in, like, living rooms and played random shit, and uh, we jokingly, like, named ourselves the American Spirits. Fast forward one year later, we meet Connor, and um, I don't know, I think Dylan got a hold of me one time and said, hey, this guy drums, do you want to come over here and sing? For for us and we, we totally restarted. By the way, we, we this this was not like we weren't like a band, and then we were like, let's find a new drummer. It was more of like, like a we big totally jam restarted. Thing. It was like we were just jamming in the house. Like it was fun. Right. Yeah, um, there was no direction for it before. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't think Bale's really ever played bass before. Before that, no. I played bass yeah. through a guitar. Well, before not before. That, but yeah. I was playing bass through a 25 so watt like, guitar amp. Since we started the band, <laughs> Bale's has been playing bass for like a year, and he's yeah. killing it. Just killing it. Just like I don't know how we. I don't. I really don't know how we came together to like be something that sounds like a band. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's yeah. weird. I was gonna go with it's the word so decent, weird. but it sounds like a band. Like the first time, <laughs> 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 so like, oh man, it was so weird. Like we we had like this like fake jam thing that we did, and then um, our friend Chance Duffy, he's yeah. amazing. He's he was our original like drummer. yeah, and Chance Duffy's worked Air with Secret drummer. Space a lot. He does a lot of video work too. So shout out to he him. Did, he he's did, a good dude. He did a video. He's a great guy. He did. Um, I met Dean and Steve through him, but he did some. He did like a, a tour video for them, like a memories video. Okay. Like not even something to post. I don't. I don't think it's anywhere. Um, and like, he used one of the recordings, like of like the the crappy, terrible quality recordings of us in it. So like, there's like there's a video of Secret Spaces tour with us. Um, the OG with American with our, the OG American Spirits music in it, and that was like it was so, so cool. cool. It was, so it was cool. like. That's the that's I looked up to them so much and I'm like that's our music you know so that was kind of like a springboard and that kind of it kind of like went from there and I went over to Connor's house one day and like we jammed I think it was just me and him the first time yeah, and that's uh, we wrote postcards we, yeah we we did like, we did like an original we did like a cover of this song by Ann Horse right. and then we changed it and like made it our own little thing because like we didn't really know what to do like we didn't we didn't have any uh, we didn't have any um, we didn't have a baseline at that point. Yeah, we, we, had, we had nothing. nothing. I don't know. What, no I can't think of the word. Structure. Right now. We had no structure. We yeah. had no. There was no gel. It was just like me and Connor jamming. And then somebody came over and like heard heard us and like I think they walked down and they were like, "Hey, that sounded pretty good." And I was <laughs> like, "Hey, I think I know a bass player that can come." So I called Bales and Bales came and then Bales was there and we we jammed for like one time and I was this, I was singing and I was like, "Yeah, I think I know a singer too." And we got Trey to come and then yep. um, we started we like moved out into the garage and. Uh, we can touch more on the garage later, but like we moved out to the garage and uh, like started practicing, and uh, we started. We essentially we didn't have anywhere to play. Like we weren't really good enough to play in a bar, mm-hmm. or we like we just wanted to play for our friends and kind of like you know do something. You feel it out essentially. Yeah. See if like people are even. Remotely and if, if it wasn't, right. people weren't even interested in it. Like we were, we were just gonna kind of keep jamming, you know. And uh, people loved it, and we did like this silly like. We have the set list hanging on the wall. It's kind of like inspiration. It's like five songs and two, oh of, them are, two of them are crossed off because we like we like before the show. During the set. Yeah, like we're, before we're the like, show, we're like, no, fuck that. We can't so, do that. No, That's not we're ready. We're only comfortable with like these three in a jam. We have a, <laughs> there's literally a song in there called Song About Nothing. And oh, the, the words are just like, this is a song. A song we need about a filler nothing. song. So yeah, it's just a song about like, nothing. All so, those songs, I, but like one or two are scrapped. But we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are all but gone we, now. We played that like little jam set and it was like this cool like vibe like we I don't know I felt I just felt like everyone really really liked it and it was like cool 
because our friends got to see their friends doing something. Yeah. Right. And that was like huge for us. And yeah, that, I think that's like something like something that like really strikes me as like odd is I don't right now like I don't know of any bands who like all came together like super super organically. Like a lot of my friends are like, yeah, we met on campus through like a music club, or right. like we met on, mm-hmm. uh, we we needed a guitar player, so we got this guy through a friend because he knew someone who played guitar. Like, no, we were all like friends. Yeah, we were friends. We were right. all really, all this, it wasn't yeah. like, hey, this guy plays the bass. Like, let's get him. It was like, no, we're all friends, and we're like, hey, let's start a band. You yeah, know? and that's like something that like mm-hmm. you can really tell when when you see us live. We we might not be the most technical band or the most. Crazy, but we have but fun. We have so much we have fun. fun. And like we all, and whenever, whenever we, if we have whoever see us like smiling and like laughing on stage, it's because one of us messed up. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we we always just look at each other and laugh. Like we used to get mad at each other. Like can't believe you messed up this part, you know. And then after like the first time, we're like, yeah, there's no point in being mad, and you can't be mad. Yeah, like you just, just keep going. The good stare. You, yeah, you just keep you just keep going because you can't change it, and you just have fun up there. And right. You yeah. only, like. For us, and I think for other local musicians, you only get to do this like maybe once or twice a week if right. you're lucky. So that one, and like I don't know about I think these guys as well. And I don't know about everybody else in the scene, but like all week, I'm I'm excited. Like I'm so pumped. Like yeah. Thursday comes around, and I'm like, dude, Friday, we're gonna play. We're like all all week. We we just make a set and we 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 hammer it out, and we're like, this is it. Friday is gonna be our show. Friday's gonna be our show. And then Saturday, it's like, oh, relax. And then Monday, it's like, all right, we got to set another show Saturday. We got to get, <laughs> yeah. we got to do it. We got to do, do it. it. Keep going. Yeah. So, so like, just kind of like advice to to, the, to other bands out there is like, if you if you want to do it, just do it. Like, get if you want to start yeah. a band, just start your band. Start the band. You don't. Like, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to like. Um, you don't have to take it incredibly seriously at first, but like, if you want to start a band, just start a band. Yeah, you just have to do just it. Just jam day. with your friends. Like, and if you think that it's good enough to play a show, ha- invite like twenty friends over and play in your living room. Like, yep. that's so fun. Like, I, I think people really undervalue that. You know, yeah. I think people undervalue DIY spots. They do, and yeah. and it's getting sometimes harder and harder for like established venues um, to try to overshadow shadow that because a lot of venues you have to kind of end up jumping through a lot of hoops just to play. Right. But with a lot of uh, the spirit of DIY, especially nowadays, like people want to go lower tech, want to go lower. They want to do it for themselves. They don't want to give uh, money to the quote unquote man and things like that. They want to keep doing it um, themselves, and that kind of helped with you guys in the Summit Shack, right? Yeah. So the Summit Shack yeah. is oh, yeah. is Connor's garage. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's kind of like what you what you were just touching on. It was kind of like um, I don't want to give. I don't want to involve anyone in this like process who's not like contributing something positively, like in a creative way. Right. So like when we go to a bar um, and we play, like if if they collect five hundred dollars at the door, um, and you split that between five bands, each band gets a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's that's great. Like that's inc- that's incredible. Like at Howard's, like that's like the the way every every bar should do it. You know, like. At the Summit Shack, we can't provide bands with money. We can't like pay bands. We don't collect money at the door, um, but we give you a place to display your creativity. We give you a place to like play your music, and we've been really, really, really lucky that we've gotten some out of town bands that came and they'll play just for the exposure and just to just to sell merch and just to play for new people, and that really goes to show like how how crazy the scene is nowadays, where bands are totally willing to drive three hours to come play for free in a garage in a garage yeah which is you know and that just goes to show like how crazy it is out there now like 
we with the Sonder Bombs, like they came and opened for us in a garage, and then the next day played the Agora and opened for Pup. You know, <laughs> like um, it's just it's just crazy, man. Um, and I think all these guys can kind of touch on it more, but we're just really really proud of like everyone who's who's helped us make that into a into a spot. It's gone through a lot of stages. Yeah, a lot it's of definitely it's definitely sit where it has right now for a few months just because we finally figured out how everything needed to be set up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just got incredibly lucky like when we were starting off i think our first actual because we had that that show at andrew's house that was the second show that was the second show yeah Yeah. that was like that was the 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 last show we played before we actually had the the awesome job show we had a band uh awesome job in toledo Mm -hmm. yeah shout out to them um pretty sure they play in toledo every single weekend um and uh, I had a few friends who were on uh, the drumline Bitch Thunder who also introduced us to a few other bands. Um, Kelly, Kelly's Violent band. Bloom. Violent Bloom. Bloom, there you go. Ooh, um, that's a good band. Yeah, Amazing yeah band. they came down and played. Um, and I actually just went, I was uh, bored one night and decided to go to Howard's to see the music that was happening. Um, and the Turbos were playing. They're a band from Columbus. Um, and I ended up catching the guitarist outside. We were having a cigarette. Um, and I started asking him if he knew anything about um, No Culture which is a, a kind of like an audio tree or a, a little elephant based out of Columbus that was mm-hmm. actually started by um, some friends of my an old roommate of mine, Bobby, um, and his friends, Matt and Kelly. They all started uh, doing this like, live recording thing. Um, and I was just like, hey, do you guys, you know, the No Culture guys? And they had just finished the week prior filming with No Culture and doing a live set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, we've got kind of a DIY thing, uh, less of a recording, more of a venue if you guys are interested in playing. And they were more than interested. Like it wasn't even like, eh, you know, a little coaxing, a little coercing and stuff like that. They're like, oh, we're playing. Like, we're playing for sure. That's something that's been crazy. I think Everyone's every single so down. time, every time, time so we down. open, every time we open for a band or play with a band from out of town and we tell them like, hey, we, we don't, we can't pay you, but we have a DIY spot and we would love for you to come and play. Like bands are so excited to come. Mm-hmm. Like bands want to come and play DIY spots. It's I like fun so, for yeah. them because you're getting people who are like the hundred percent there for the music yeah like the whole audience is not there they're not there to get drunk they're there to like hang out and watch music you know that's the whole point of being mm-hmm. there <laughs> so um it's just crazy how many bands are willing to come and play what do you want to do with uh with the venue uh in the new year like what are some of the goals you want to try to do more with it so it's getting complicated it's, yeah, it's getting to be, <laughs> to be a lot a lot of people a lot of people are reaching out i've actually yeah, uh, we have just like from the email on facebook i've gotten four or five emails from bands sending me their band camps just like hey we're looking to book a show in the spring yeah. and i'm just like okay tonight like, cool. All right, yeah let's do that it's like, cool just, but yeah it's, we had, it's we a actually, lot tonight we have a show um with riviera, riviera and bleacher, bleacher days. days yeah they're um both from boston no uh bleacher days is from west virginia west virginia and i think riviera is from boston yeah and they're coming through tonight um, and they're they're a touring band and and I think we're going to trying to do more of that. Like we really we really love doing we really love doing locals and we re- we really want to do that. So I think that like two shows a month is 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 quite a bit for us with with us and doing the band. Um, so I think we're probably going to do one show a month with a touring band mm-hmm. and then one show a month with some locals. Um, like that. And then. We also do stand-up comedy. We've done stand-up comedy since the very beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and that's acoustic been like night. a very, that's, very underlying that's thing. That, that that's we've something that had. I really, I really love stand-up. I think all of us really love stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's not a lot of venues locally for stand-up. And if they, if there are, they don't. Um, they draw, but they don't draw um, new people. No, um, yeah. So, yeah. The comedy so, scene is so, very, very so getting, contained. Yeah, it's, it's a very, it's a good scene um, around here, but it's it's very contained. So getting a new audience for those people, and it's incredible. Like people get quiet in the summit shack for comedy. They don't talk 
you know they actually listen, yeah, they'll listen yeah. to <laughs> and that's so game. crazy like, to think right. about um but we want to do we want to do more stand-up so during the week we might host a stand-up show um or we might we're going to do more acoustic stuff um you want to plug the facebook but yeah uh we d- we have the summit check on facebook yeah. um and keep up with us we we're going to be doing a lot of stuff we do uh focella Focella was a festival we did last year. Is it spelled F A U S? Of course, absolutely. Of course, I told you I'm a walking cliche. Um, <laughs> it was a mini day fest. Yeah, yeah. Really we, we put it together like days in notice. three days. We had we had that's just twelve acts. That goes to show. That goes to show how amazing the local scene is. Seriously, and that goes to show how hungry people are here. And that and like really people people here are are so thankful. And it's like, no, thank you for coming here and performing. I've, yeah. I've noticed that, um, uh, especially with doing stuff like this and doing the music. And people yeah. are very, yeah. very supportive, yeah. very, mm-hmm. yeah. very appreciative for any opportunity they yeah. can get. But we got 12 acts. Um, one of us was us. So we got 11 acts, um, five comedians, I believe, and all incredible. These are all top-notch guys. Like, these mm-hmm. are guys who work. They're not, these aren't, you know, these are incredible comedians. And we got... Um, Common Fossils, which is um, the offshoot of Indian Opinion, um, oh, okay. Bowling Green, I know what you um, and they came and and killed it, uh, and a bunch of acoustic acts and and some some variety acts. But man, like that was just an incredible experience to to throw something of that magnitude, and there was like 150, 200 people. Well, there. yeah, we 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 use we what we try to do is we use Snapchat filters. Um, just like Geo around right. the house, yeah. Um, yeah. And we try and to encourage cool. everybody to use it because at the end of it, once uh, once the timer for the Snapchat filter runs down a few hours after, they give you all the metrics, right? Um, for how many people used it, how many people viewed it, and I think for the Focella one, we had 150 people, u- different people, use the Snapchat yeah. filter. And so that's not sh- even including after the, the show. I was going around telling people like, hey, like, hey, don't don't forget to use the Snapchat filter. That's yeah. a great plug, you know. Everyone on their Snapchat gets to see like the Summit Check, and they get to see a great party with right. Yeah. They get to see like a map. And so many, so many people, so many people were like, wait, there was a Snapchat filter. Yeah, and there was already 150 people yeah. that used it. So you know how many people? You know, like you said, 10,000 people viewed that. That's yeah, that's just incredible. like posting on their stories um, in terms of how many people diff- like viewed it if they posted. And even how we had a show story. two weekends ago. Was that two, two weekends ago. Sonderbombs. Sonderbombs. Yeah. Two weekends ago, the 24th, and it was like 30 degrees outside, and we got the heaters out and just put on a show, and there was enough people to fill the garage. Mm-hmm. You know, and Sonderbombs. Sonderbombs. Sonderbombs sold a lot of merch, and and we did. You know, we th- I thought we did great. There's a lot of people there, and even when it's cold, people come out. And tonight's our last show of the year, our last show until probably February. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately, when check. we air this episode, that it will be in past. Yeah, but you're but, doing but, yeah. Still good stuff. but yeah, but yeah, it's our last show of the year, and there's a lot more to come. Like th- th- this is probably one of our biggest shows. We've got two amazing touring bands coming through, yeah, and that's like, and it's it, yeah. it's real. It's something that's like, like I said, it's really crazy to think that like bands. Now, right now in 2017 are so hungry that they're willing to just come here and play for free just for more fans and like that's something that i feel like every, universally i have not met a single person who is who's like complained about not making any money or complained that like they didn't get paid enough i think you need to be willing to do that you, sort of stuff too. yeah honestly and that's, you, that's part something of the process yeah i yeah, think and everybody right. understands that and and you know like it's it's something that it's sad but at the same time it's like it's making it's really weeding out like who's who's real and who's not. Mm-hmm. So you get to see like the people who are like really putting their own money into this and really trying. Cause like, trust me, nobody's paying for our record. Like, <laughs> like nobody, <laughs> well, like, we are, but like nobody, 
like we, we nobody around here has a record deal. We're all paying for our own recordings. Right. Like this is something we care about enough to put our own hard earned money into. And you know, like I know me and Trey are like totally starving artists, but like uh um yep. Yep. we're willing to like starve for this. Like this is our this is our life. Like we're like not, this is what you want yeah, to do and yeah. you're willing to sacrifice yeah. things for yeah. it. I'm and not goal yeah. And that's and that's something that you and like I said, even though everyone's hungry, you really get to tell who's serious and who's not serious. Mm-hmm. And and we find the bands who are serious and we make sure that like that we support them and that, that we're working with them. And you really like I said, you weed out the pretenders. And whoever doesn't want to do this bad, that bad, they die off and we keep going. Yeah. And that's something that I feel like is more important than anything.
my source, my everything. That's the biggest thing that like, one I wanted to do with this podcast, because when I did this as a radio show, I did everybody under the sun. But the, like this time around, I wanted to do, and I talked about this uh, ironically with, with Pat earlier before the recording, and it, and when you touch on the subject, I wanted to get acts now, especially moving into the new year, that are, of like our serious acts. There's a difference in my mind, and nothing against anybody who wants to do a band, like you said, but I there is a difference in my mind between good local act and yeah. good act. Yeah, yeah. Just Definitely. there's that yeah. that small little take the local out because you can be a great local band. You can play around town. You can do all you hit all the bars. You hit all the restaurant scenes. You can do that. But if you're serious, like you said yeah. before about mm-hmm. this, you have to take the step and transition into being a good act, mm-hmm. reaching out to bands, doing the social media yeah. as much as you can. You might have to sacrifice Networking. a couple of bucks yeah. to get sponsored oh, yeah. ads on Facebook. Yep, We're looking look at you, Facebook times, assholes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard <laughs> to get anything out there. Yeah, their um, reach is getting worse and worse It's getting Facebook. really bad. Like, I... I, I always whenever I release an episode on Facebook I I always slap down ten bucks for a week of sponsored ads yep. and I'll get at least almost double from uh from paid growth than organic growth and it sucks mm. it absolutely sucks that's why you have to do other other things other social mm-hmm. networks other means of doing it I think the Snapchat geo filter the Instagram geo filters they start great, doing yeah. those more um very helpful but you have to integrate everything you have to learn how to do everything yeah. not 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 just music wise but also sure. Promotion wise, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, there's a whole business side. To it. Yeah, like, it that's is. Made, that's it just people as, don't realize just that. as important. It's crazy. Like, Let me, don't and like don't, I don't want to. I don't want to make don't, it sound like we're I, scourging. No, you. and no. I, yeah, and I don't yeah. want to make it sound like like I said. If if anybody. If anybody listening wants to start a band, start, start a, a band. band. And like, and like, don't be discouraged, and don't like, don't think that I'm saying like we're looking down on you because we're not. Definitely no. Like, music is for no, everybody. Anyone absolutely. who wants to play music, go for it. It's your music. Mm-hmm. It's but. When you get to where we are um, in the business side of things and you have to start spending your own money, this needs to be your life. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to start you a band and play on the weekends, that's I, I, we have so many friends who, who are doing that right now, who are um, playing over mics mm-hmm. and like who are encouraged to like play over mics and stuff. And that's amazing. Do it. That's great. Absolutely. But, do it. but I'm going to stand there and I'm going to tell you, if that's not your life, then don't, don't, don't waste your time. If you're not going to make this your life, don't waste your time because you're not going to make it. It needs to be your 100% your focus. Yeah. Um, people will know if it's not too. Yeah. And you <laughs> can, tell. can tell. It's yeah. like a diet. If you oh, don't, yeah. if you, if you're not 100% committed to that diet, you're not going to lose weight. If you're not 100% committed to this band, you're not going to make it. Yeah. Um, and that's like something from the very beginning. Like, one thing yeah, we, we one, one thing that we, we all do really well. That, yeah. One thing we all do is communicate like 100% really well. Any fight we've ever had has been over communication. And as a band, any band who's been together for like any period of time, they fight a lot, <laughs> and, and and it's it is a business. So it's like, and I don't. It's like your best friends, your brothers, your business partners. Imagine like you know like how much you fight. Like it's like being married. You know like God. every everyone. You <laughs> Except know, like, you got three other people. Yeah. In your relationship. So so nice imagine how much you fight with yeah, your little brother. Yeah. You know, imagine how much you fight with your business partner. Imagine how much you fight with your wife. You know, and then all of that combined with four people, um, and you just have to understand that like. You fight because you care. Yeah, you fight because you care, and my 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 every I say this all the time, and I say this with my girlfriend. I say this with us. I say this to other people that ask me for advice on, on bands. Any fight that you have, are you going to break up or not? Because if you're not, <laughs> sure. then shut up and get over it. There's no <laughs> yeah. use in fighting over right. it. Right. Because you know, like if me and my girlfriend have a fight, 
then and we we argue uh and then we stay mad at each other for five hours then we're just gonna be more mad at each other when we end so if we're not gonna break up just shut up and get over it so i said the same thing with the band you yeah. know in the very beginning you know if we fight we fight but if if we're not gonna break up and get over it yeah. and start playing music because it's not gonna help it's only gonna hurt us so if you're if you want to start a band you need to communicate <laughs> and one thing that we, one thing that we did was we all sat down from the very beginning and said look this is this is what we're doing we're basing our lives on this so if you're not 100 percent committed to this let me know if you're not 100 percent into this if this is not your life if you're not going to put your dedication and your time into this then let me know because i'm not going to either and all of us said like no like this is something yeah that we early on we had like an open forum really and yeah. we were just kind of not it was coming from a place of love we just sat down and we're like hey we need to all talk about like what things we should all change about ourselves <laughs> to continue moving forward yeah. and that was uh, that was uh, yeah. i mean hugely important and how god, we communicate honest to god that was the most passionate thing i've heard from this podcast to date Aww. and i think and i and i love it i absolutely love it i think it it t- it gives you a real like that's the biggest thing i wanted to if if this podcast had a message like i wanted it to be like that like we want you to do music but if you're serious about it, we want you to be serious about it and put your heart and yeah. money and everything into it, especially the business side. You guys have been – it seems like you guys know – it helps you guys with both ends. So you know what to expect musically, but you can also expect what you want professionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that will help you down in the long run. I think a lot of people don't understand the business side. They just – they like doing music. Yeah. Okay, well, right. it gets to the point where, like we've mentioned before, you have to take that big step into that's something everything that we, else. That's something that we like – Anytime we book a show, we like look at that other band mm-hmm. that we're we're playing with, or like, like I said before, like we're we're in, a, we're in a position where we can give other bands a chance. Yeah, with whether it's at Howard's or here or you yeah. know, any other. And we want to give the bands that deserve and it any, that chance. Any band that works hard, like we are, mm-hmm. we are behind, and like we we want to help them. And, and we've been fortunate enough to meet yeah. a lot of bands yeah. who mm-hmm. are going very, very People hard have been so nice, like, about just coming to the Summit Shack even and just saying, like, this place is so great and it's just so cool because it's, like, I don't know, they tr- like he said, they traveled to come yeah, here and right. play. Like, and it's just cool to see them have such a great time there. It's been crazy to see, like, it's almost like we romanticize um, people in our in our minds. We, rom- we romanticize, like, before I met Dean and Steve in Secret Space, I had watched their music videos. And, right. like, I heard their music and it was, like, Oh, Dean's gonna be like this, and Steve's gonna be like this, you know. And then, <laughs> and then you actually meet them, and you're like, oh, they're just people. They're just like the same as us. That's what. Know? That was the biggest thing. Like, <laughs> I, I, I get super nervous to the day. Even it doesn't matter what other act I do. Is every or even when I do these these interviews, like I'm always nervous because like I wish I could play music as you guys did, and and. And I feel like at this point where, like you said, like you have to really love it. And I love music, but I like talking about it. I like listening to it. I don't mm. know if I can ever create it. Um, and, and it's very hard. And I always get nervous talking to bands like you guys and people like you guys and like-minded individuals like you guys. Um, and and But at the end of the day, we're all just the same people. We just some yeah, of us. Yeah. And like yeah, that's why people, people also romanticize like... me, unfortunately, for being <laughs> on the radio. And I'm like, I'm not anything special. I just talk loud and have a vegetable nickname. That's it. <laughs> I fucking don't do dick. I'm just a regular guy. I go to Kroger like everybody else. I'm nothing yeah. special. We're not special, but we all do things that we're very passionate about. And we want to share that with yeah. other people, and that's yeah. the biggest thing at the end of the day is we yeah. want to just share that with people, and we're we're people too, sharing our experiences and our lifestyles with other people. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's been it's just been crazy. Like incrementally, we've been like, as we take the next step forward, we like move towards like uh, 
for example, when we first started the band, it was like a goal to get Cryface to like open for Cryface. They've like, done a lot of good stuff. We're like, stuff. hey man, like if we get on a show with Cryface, that's like a big deal. Like that's a huge thing. And then um, unfortunately, they had to cancel, but we booked them for a summer check show. And like nice. it was like, it was very wait, Cryface is going to open cool. for us? Like <laughs> that's crazy. Like, and then um, like I said, we romanticized like Dean and Steve, and it was like when they first heard our music and they were excited, it was like, oh my gosh, like people yeah. who matter care. Like. <laughs> 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 and, it, and it was just something that was like super special you know and like as we move forward i'm excited to see like the next step you know like who are who, who like the next step for us is like we're trying to get on a tour with someone um, yeah. we're trying to either book our own or we're trying to like go with somebody else yeah and i think uh, at this point with you guys i think booking your own would be a good idea that's, that's, yeah. just, that's kind of that's 100%. what we're doing i think that like like i said before like i have this thing where i don't want to pay anyone who's not contributing creatively right you know like i don't want to yeah like you said earlier i don't want to pay the man you right know? i don't want to i don't see the point and why, why would i pay a manager to do something that i'm doing right you know like, i'm already doing this right. so um we had like a little tour planned out and like we're all excited for it but it just wasn't the right time mm. um too soon and yeah it was just too soon we didn't, we didn't have the ep yet and um we just want to make we're, we're doing things with the future in mind and we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves and we're just now starting to like finally have opportunities outside of Bowling Green and Toledo um like looking ahead hopefully like Columbus or Cleveland maybe even Cincinnati mm -hmm. I mean, and I mean that's so many bands that are willing to not even not only help us book a show in that city but the houses you know they live yeah. they live in the city mm -hmm. so like we don't have to pay for a hotel it's very we difficult to do all that floor. yeah and that's one of the like big things we offer the summer check is like crash with us which yeah. is like super cool like, too like not only do you get to hang out with them for a couple hours while they play but like well, when everybody else leaves and you're yeah. just like hanging out, talk, drinking smoke, your, you're drinking drink, your last kind of beer, out, which is neat. Yeah, drinking your last beer with the with the guys who just killed it, you know, and you get to talk to them and like the turbos. Um, yeah, they're like oh, really so cool. Fun. And yeah. uh, like walked, I was walking at like three o'clock in the morning to go get food with with one of the guitar players, and he was like the whole time, the whole week leading up to it, I was listening to them and I was like, man, these guys are great. Same. So then yeah. after after so we uh, after we played with them, we're walking to, to Taco Bell, I think, and. Uh, you were walking with Jordan. Jordan, you and yeah, Jordan, and right? uh, Jordan goes, man, you guys were really good. I really liked when you did this and this and this and this. And I'm like, oh my god, is this what it's like? Is this what it's like to like be cool? <laughs> <laughs> if I ever wrote a book, I'm calling it trying to be cool. That's <laughs> I mean, my life. That's, like that's my story. I copyrighted that shit. Don't write a book. I'm, just like, I'm so excited that it's cold out because I feel so cool when it's cold. Like I get to wear an army jacket. Like I get to look like a cool old homeless guy. And I am pumped. Thing I've ever heard. Well, I only like, smoke the, cigarettes when it's under 30 degrees. That's right. I only smoke cigarettes when it's cold outside. He's, hair, he's heroin chic, so like in the summer, you know, there's not a lot. Disclaimer: like, I promise I've never done heroin. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we don't want to joke too much about it. He just Fair looks enough. like it. Yeah, but uh, your style is very yeah. Like, I your your I try to look. To, I try to, to look core. really. Yeah, I'm a cliche. I, I want to look like I want to look like I'm in like the Counting Crows. You want to look. You want to look so. You try so hard to not look like you tried so okay, hard. Yeah. Let me explain. Winter looks good on you. Let me explain you. something to you real quick. <laughs> you guys know the Counting Crows. Yes. Adam Duritz. Yes. Dated Courtney Cox. Right. And Jennifer Aniston. Right. In the same year when they were both on Friends. Tell he me. He didn't go for the trifecta. Tell me. Hold on. Hold one? on. Tell me. That dude's style didn't help. Because have you ever seen that guy's face? Come on, that's true. They they weren't dating because he was because he looked because he was like was handsome. No, no, he doesn't look like Brad Pitt. He's no Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston. No, come on, he has no. style. He has style. I still don't. Steez. I still don't understand that how Jennifer Aniston got Brad Pitt. Because to be honest, I don't think Jennifer Aniston's attractive. 
Really? I'm sorry. I do not. I love Jenny Aniston. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will die on this hill. Hard disagree. You're going to die a lonely. You're dying a lonely, lonely man on that hill. She had a ferret and along came Polly. How do you not? How are you not into that? I don't know. You're going to die lonely. I don't understand the big deal. I don't I don't know. I just. That's just what me. was the movie we were just talking about? The one with the they're like in an RV. Oh, we're the, the Millers. Yeah. Oh, she does like a little tease in that movie. She's so old, me? and I still she's so old. wanted she's so every old. part 40's of her. Forty's not old. She's not that old. Forty's not old. She's old for Hollywood, man. She's old. No, old for she Hollywood. She still looks okay, great. That's a good phrase. She still looks great she's though. Great. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, get a hold of us. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, you're listening to this podcast. First off, I'm sorry I insulted your looks, but I don't find you attractive. However, you everybody are. else in this room does. If you are, follow the American Spirits on Facebook. <laughs> um, I, if for some we can, reason we don't we even can follow arrange her something on Instagram, we, can, right there. we might be able to get you on the guest list <laughs> in all future shows. <laughs> get oh. you a six pack of beer. Only high life. <laughs> the finest. The finest of these cheap beers. I drink Pabst Blue Ribbon and the American Spirits. That's our brand. I think that's everybody's brand in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And for some reason, like recently, I uh, I, I helped out on a on a show selling stuff, and uh, I for some reason, like they all drank Pabst Blue Ribbon, and usually I don't go for that, but for some reason, it just sounded really good, and I'm like, huh. This actually doesn't taste as bad as I thought it was. I don't know why. Oh, it's not that it's bad. No, it's not. It's mental. That and some pretzels. I think it's a mental like, thing. Oh, yeah. put some pretzels? Just imagine. I actually, and also to just, you know, to just, you know, fuck up my stomach more, I just had rallies afterwards after I drank Ooh. a couple. Yeah, dude, and big, strangely, it didn't taste terrible. I'm big like, Bufords what the fuck are two happened? for five right now. That is ridiculous. It's the best deal in America. Yeah. I'm constantly trying to, like, because my, my wife is like a self-trained chef, so, like, I appreciated food oh, wow. more, but at the same time, I really like shitty food oh, at the it. same time. So, like, I, I'm all for, like, like yeah, all natural graze, you know, you know, you know, no chemicals, shit like that. And then I'll turn around, and also buy like mac and Cheetos. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I have like this like inner, inner like inner self uh, fight for this. Yeah, when I, mac and Cheetos are good, man. Those spicy mac and Cheetos. Okay, so I just had those, I like and them. I just want I like, like more of like the Cheeto dust, and it doesn't like I taste just Fair like enough. a burn at the end. But I wanted more of like a Cheeto. Like I just wanted like more of a fried Cheeto. Like if they like rolled it after frying it in like the like cheeto the spicy dust, dust. yeah, like, yeah the spicy <laughs> dust then i'd be more for it when i moved but, into my first apartment in bowling green the person lived there before me had a nature box subscription and they never canceled it for so for a whole year what? i got nature box i felt so guilty eating that <laughs> next to an arby's sandwich <laughs> like right. that was like the worst feeling but also like the best it was like man i hope they don't show up like hey can i get all 12 nature boxes from the last year that i paid uh, <laughs> sorry i already ate the chocolate covered granola <laughs> i ate all the chocolate covered everything yeah. sorry it's all good for you though yeah it's good yeah uh so uh, let's uh, brief because we've barely talked about like the actual album you guys have been working on yeah. uh, throughout oh, yeah. all of this which is fine which is great i love uh, episodes like doing this but you guys just wrapped up recording with with the master bedroom with Steve. It Orser feels like forever it. ago, though. Yeah, it's I mean, um, it was two months ago if, at this it, point. Two, yeah, yeah, what? Like it, was it, was, it was warm. It was yeah. warm. It was warmer, but it, it was yeah, hot. it feels like forever ago. Because oh. honestly, we've only been a band for like ten months. We haven't even. Yeah, we have yeah. not hit a year. So wow, like we we practice a lot and we make we're really aggressive. Right. Uh, with with the way that we approach this, so like two months ago feels like forever. We've got a lot of new songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we really do. And honestly, yes, Steve, yeah, sure, Steve, get, we're we're ready to record again. So it's <laughs> true. <laughs> but but no, like, um, it feels like it feels like forever ago that we finished recording. Um, 
We've got a bunch of new songs. A lot of those songs, too, are, well, not a lot. I guess I mean, there's only five, but, like, three of them were some of the first, I think, like, eight songs that we had really written when we first were well, practicing Anthem, twice absolutely. or three times Anthem a week. On the EP is right, for sure yeah. I think this EP is, like, a really good um, summary of, like, our sound. Because mm-hmm. we don't, it's so, you, before you kind of, like, um, gave us some examples of what you thought we sounded like. And right. I totally agreed with that, mm-hmm. so like, three or four months ago. When we recorded the first couple singles that we did um, at sixty ten studios with Mike, Mike Pierce, um, we we had like a a sound, but we weren't really comfortable yet. And now that we've mm-hmm. recorded this album with Steve, we had a we had like a, a good summary of the sounds that we were doing, um, and we recorded that. So when that comes out, you'll have a good summary. But even though after that, just in this short time, we've like really gotten an identity. I feel like um, a lot of our songs are sound, starting to sound. Um, chiseled chiseled yeah Yeah. that's a good way to put it they're starting to um we could play anything before from like emo 2017 emo to like um post rock to uh you know hard rock to radio rock to any we could play some of our songs sounded so different from others yeah and i feel like now everything's starting to to really gather you're honing in yeah Yeah, everything's really starting to like everything's really starting to like come together as far as um a general sound for us um and i'm really excited to see like where that takes us when we're finished um because we're still not done yeah and it's Um, really funny i was just i think talking to my girlfriend telling her if we were to recorded the album a week ago a lot of the songs wouldn't be on there three songs and uh i i'm glad that we did that and it's there now because we can move on and we have other stuff but it's mm-hmm. definitely like it is kind of a i mean it's part of the starting point so it's yeah it was a lot of fun making how many songs was it is going to be on five songs five, five songs. songs five songs yeah. on this ep and uh with with the ep we plan on just touring on that and you know like using that as a tool mm-hmm. to get yeah, it's to, really to further our live shows you know we're not like one of the bands we're gonna give all this for free like this is for free, mm-hmm. we'll have we'll have physical copies available at at shows for people to support us if they choose. Um, but but this is free. We want we want it to we want to use this as a tool to get more live shows. Yeah, to and, make an impression. And we really, really we we are a, a high energy live band, and and we really feel like playing live um, is where we get is where we really feel comfortable. Um, and I feel like really getting out there and playing like people have. Um, an option but to like us like i feel i feel like even even if you don't really like our, our music that much you can look at us and go those guys are having a great time like those guys are like they all look like they're having the best time of their lives man right and and i feel like people really respect that and like i don't want to i don't want to like talk bad about any any music that's coming out now but i just feel like there's not a lot of um a lot a lot of soul you know like and the local scene around here is doing so well mm-hmm. and like yeah and really just like bringing it bringing it out and like really putting their heart into it you can tell you can really tell on stage um and it's really just it's it's been an amazing experience to like you know to to perform with these uh, with these other people who are putting their heart on their sleeve like we are it's very i'm very excited to see the future of you guys and i'm very glad you guys reached out because i've learned a lot about you guys in just such a short amount of time and i hope for the best for you guys yeah thank you so much for having us of course yeah Yeah. very excited amazing so let's plug everything we've we've covered we have music on Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple Music, um, like every platform. I think yeah, I think we ran through Pandora. DistroKid, and I think they I haven't like I haven't l- found our stuff on Pandora yet, but I think it's there. 
Um, <laughs> it's probably there supposedly it's there somewhere. Down, so down. like, if you listen to like Willie Nelson and we pop up, let me know. Um, <laughs> There's you guys want to go on Summit Probably. Shack Facebook page. Um, our Instagram. What's our Instagram handle? American, American Spirits Band. Because yep. um, we, we post cool that name of all time. We post quite a few updates on there about shows and um, our Instagram is like really active. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely probably me, the most me, active. Me, and, and Bales are all photographers, so we are like mm-hmm. super on it when it comes to photos. And, and you have so really nice photos, by the way. Thank so you. you oh, shout really out, shout out to. Um, you guys think about photographers that I'm missing, but um, Ian Charlins, yeah, um, he's yep. great. He's like a, a, he's like our um, manager in terms of like he makes sure that we're not idiots um, and like <laughs> yeah. takes photos. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> then um, Jared Haas. Um, Marley Cumby and Ashley Seipel, Becca Martin, else? Becca Martin. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah. Connor Shaw too. Connor, Connor Shaw, Shaw. From discount nostalgia. Incredible oh my gosh, Connor Shaw's amazing. You know, all these. Uh, sorry about anyone that I missed, but like anyone, all the photos. All. Like we can't take photos while we're playing, so like all the, yeah. all all these people have been so amazing and like the incredible conundrum. Yeah, and the benefit of everyone having an iPhone <laughs> is like you, sometimes people will tag you in a photo and you're right. like, what? Yeah. You're not a photographer. How'd you get such a good photo? Like this right. is why I can't get a job. But no, every, everybody everybody has been amazing, and especially our photographers have been great at like capturing um, yeah, moments definitely. that we look cool in, mm-hmm. which is pretty hard to do. I think that's all the plugging. I think that's I all. Um, we have. Like a bunch of shows coming up um, New next Eve year. Bash at Ottawa New Year's Tavern. Eve yes. Bash at yeah. Ottawa Tavern. Um, Shouts out to Innovation Concerts, Zach and Cody. Um, I'm sure everybody listening knows those Zach, guys. Zach, you're beautiful. Zach, and Zach well, don't Zach's forget, Cody's man. also yeah. beautiful. Cody, too. I have yet to meet Cody. I really? Yet to meet him. I've, I've heard about him and like uh, Zach has see, a Cody, Cody's he's a lot. Uh, Frankie's a lot. He's a, he's more Frankie. Zach handles more of it, uh, of Ottawa Tavern. Yep. Cody's the most stand-up guy you will ever meet, and he's very great. intelligent for how him. young he is. Yeah. We've just huh. we've just back and forth on Facebook a few yeah. times, when, but I definitely see so Zach more. He was kind of one of those guys that I like. I romanticize is like he he's like doing it in the scene right now. Like I'm really jealous. Yeah. Like he's like. Not in a bad way. <laughs> I'm really jealous that he's, like, doing it. Like, he's – everything that he wants to do, he's doing. He and, like, anything that he doesn't want to do, he's not doing. And I I'm really respect hoping, that. I'm waiting for whatever um, new project he's working yeah. on. Um, and he's just a great guy. When it comes to, like, if, you, if you're friends with him on Facebook, I'm sure a lot like, – he has a million Facebook friends, I'm sure. But, oh, yeah. like, he just drops knowledge, like, every day. And, like, as far as when you're in a band or in the music scene, like, I've – some things I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do, I learned. <laughs> like, really. Um, and, like – just like general um, for booking and and stuff like that, Zach and Cody have been amazing. They're great, and they, and great like, people. Um, I got a I got like I got a chance to meet Brock when he was with Verso Group when I was booking with my last band, um, Launchpad McQuack, and uh, Launchpad McQuack. Yeah, yeah. That was like seven years, <laughs> eight years ago. So back when they were at their old location um, on Cherry Street, mm-hmm. and um, I met Brock when he was like him and Cody Grupp were working together, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I was really lucky to like work with Brock face to face on like a a level, um, and now he has like went on to like have people other people doing that for him. Right. So like when I started the band, when we started this band, um, I reached out to Brock and I was like, "Hey, I'm sure a million people reach out to you every day, but uh, if you remember me, I used to play shows like eight years ago for you guys. If you could hook us up with a show, that'd be awesome." And he was like, "Yeah, sure, dude. Uh, hit up." Hit up Zach and tell him that I sent you and blah 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 and they hooked us up with an amazing show with Hank and Cupcakes. Yeah, and that was so great. So good. That's where I've seen you guys before. That's Um, it. I knew I seen you guys before. They hooked us up with this this show with Hank and Cupcakes. It was our first real gig. It was our first real show. Was that at Frankie's or out of town? Out of town. Yeah. Was it when she was pregnant? No. 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 Okay. The previous show. 
have was, a kid. Yeah, I think. they, they, oh, they brought they bring they bring the baby babysitter. with them on yeah. tour. It, oh, okay. And they have I, the baby in the in the hotel room, and like the, their like tour manager <laughs> like watches the baby, and they sell their own merch now. I'm so uh, it's like, incredible. I was so sad they I missed like, them this last time because I like wanted kind of see the They're baby. so cool. Yeah, it's an inspiration to like how bad you want it. They are. How bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough to play 300 shows a year with a kid? Do you want it bad enough to play 300 shows a year when you're nine months pregnant? Yeah, they want it that bad. They they are. I met I met them when uh when I did the show when I did this uh when it was a radio show when Innovation was still like the main sponsor of it and I got hip to them. They are not only the nicest people ever and most down there, but they are the most fucking amazing artists that that's ever come through. They put on one of the top. They put on a show. Great music. Great visuals. Tremendous, and that small little girl oh bangs yeah, hard on amazing. drums, and I've seen any other and burly dude do. And I, I'm a hundred percent sure that they do more spanking than any other band. I think they are a very. <laughs> I'm surprised they weren't pregnant before because they are a very sensual. I watched man. him do yes, fifty yes, push-ups dude. before they went. Oh on. yeah, yeah. We're just in chilling. The back we're just chilling in the green room while he's putting on this like cheetah leotard. Yeah. And like he's like, dude was hammering he out push-ups. He's crazy. He's they're they're amazing. They are yeah. they are um, amazing acts. After the sh- it was like we it was kind of one of those things. Like I said before, we were starstruck. And uh, after the sh- yeah. after we played, like we I went off stage and and um, Ariel the the I think it's Ariel right? Yeah, the the yeah. bass player. He yeah. came out and he was like, whatever chorus that was, I gotta have it. I gotta have it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like it's this one, it's this one. Like go, go, you can buy it here. Blah blah blah. Here's the specs. Like I'm like, all right, man. I hope you get it. I hope you get Bought it. Bought you that I, chorus I for twenty dollars, yeah, and I was just like, dude, that guy was super impressed with my chorus sound. <laughs> you know, it was like so crazy to me to think that, but but no, like they were, cause it was so cool, and you know, getting to open for them was like was a cool experience. That was a good springboard for us. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It was just, like shout out to all the guys who have helped us. That was just in July. That was yeah, literally that was our first like July 21st real show. Was our first legitimate show, and here yeah. we are. I've seen you guys before in another show. I I know it, but I know I missed that one because I was so mad that I had to miss it. Um, but I, I've, I've checked you guys out before, but I'm very excited for the future of you guys. The Ottawa Tavern is so fun, man. OT, I like, I enjoy OT. We I always, really enjoy there's the always, shout video. out Pizza Kitten. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's so, my goal in so 2018 to get them hype. as a sponsor. No, not even alive. First of all, nice. oh, first so, of all like, I everyone say, talked it up and everybody on there was social so much media hype. Was right. freaking out. Right. So much hype. Right. There's no way it's amazing. It was worth it. And I went to Ottawa Tavern and I got my dick blown off. No hype. It's absolutely worth the hype. Absolutely. I thought it was overhyped. I thought it was overhyped. Nope. I thought there were the, their social media was like it that wasn't. of like a, of like a very ADHD child. Yeah, and I'm like I don't nah, know. And perfect. then I, I finally like one day it's like you know what let's fucking let's just get Pizza Cat. And I got Pizza Cat. And once again, dick blown off. I just want to say out the door. <laughs> the, the Adams gone. the Adams Street veggie is the best vegetarian food I've ever had in my entire life. Not only Anywhere. is their pizza good. They've also support a lot with the community. They also support like they have like I I uh, uh, um uh, something share like business wise like almost like two percent of like all of the the net sales they do they give to all their employees and everything. Like oh that. wow! Not, That's cool. So they huh. not only support the town, not only yeah. are they doing everything like really good and really off the wall, but like they also take care of their employees. Yeah, that's really. And Pizza great. Cat is that's a so tremendous. Hard to come by now. Yeah, it's a very stand up uh, organization. I do have one complaint with Pizza Cat. What? Sorry, Pizza Kitten. Or Pizza Kitten Cat. There kitten. needs to be a better way of ordering. Yes, and because Ottawa. everybody yes. walking up next to the stage is really, really, really 
awkward. Awkward. We, we, yeah, we like had, it's very distracting. I, yeah, and like yeah. plus we have all of our gear up there and stuff, yeah. and it's just not like a good situation yet. But they're I just starting. Sure. They're just starting, yes. and I'm sure it'll get worked out. Yeah. But that is amazing. It's yeah. so, so good. good. I think their next step is probably delivery. And Hopefully. if they deliver, they're Hopefully. they're it's they're over. The Cuban place next door, I heard, is amazing. But they're gonna go out of business at Pizza Cats there. That's it's incredible. Right. It's incredible. And they, this the logo is just great. I love the logo. They're making t-shirts of it. I, it, I need to get I'm myself a t-shirt. I'm getting one for sure. I don't know. I've been broke, so I, I haven't been able to get a, a shirt or anything or any right. pizza cat. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I think food and venues, is it, it needs to be happening more because it's sometimes rough yeah. going in there. And the only thing you can do is drink. And sometimes you can bring in outside food. It's yeah. hard at times. Maybe there's like a fast food place nearby you can yeah. walk to. Mm-hmm. But usually that's... It's difficult. But of course, yes. Follow uh, American Spirits on all the social networks and, uh, and come check it out. And come to shows. Not just our shows. Come to every any show. Summit Shack. The Summit, Summit Shack. Summit excuse Shack. me. Um, but but come to shows. Like not only our shows, but just go support bands. Go, yeah. Go support yeah. Music. Totally. Like, you're never gonna make someone's day more so than just going and be like, I just want to see you guys perform. Yeah. Right. Like hearing that from anybody is just like such an amazing feeling. Anytime and you, you can see do a new that face. for so many people just by. When you're drop lo- five bucks, drop eight yeah. bucks, go out to OT. When you're a local a band. band and you see a new face yeah. at a show, it's like, it's that makes my night, man. You see new people at a show. Yeah. And new go, people, go to shows. Like, I'm going to really, really close to record. Go, go to go fucking shows. shows. Yeah. shows. And um, there's so many good local bands. <laughs> yes. Like, and not only in our genre, but every genre. Yep. And and uh, when I was playing here in 2010, it was only metalcore. The only it was only like new metal, mm-hmm. and like if you didn't play new metal, you were gonna get put on a show with a new metal band, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's great. Like Zach and Cody do an amazing job of booking us yeah. with great bands. Sweet that life are, of Zach and Cody. Yes, wow. they get that the all booking the time. Li- the, the, the booking, booking life of, of, of I, I photoshopped <laughs> a crazy ass photo. Life. I think I still have it in my phone. I'll show you afterwards. Uh, of course, also support if you're ever down in Bowling Green, go support Howard's. Yes. Go support Nikki Corey. Howard's and, Summit Shack. And everybody. Um, even, even even the schoolhouse is a great little yeah. DIY house. spot. Yeah, that's, DIY it's been a DIY venue. spot nice. for years. Um, and they they've they they don't put on as many shows as they used to, but they still do. And they, and well, they still, they're still rocking. What's man. White House? Is that the White the House is a new, new DIY yeah, venue? Brand, brand new well. DIY venue. A few yeah. weeks ago. So, yeah. No, it's great. Well, lots um, going on. There's yeah. and, and, and like I said, like Toledo's a great music scene, but I really wish it would trickle down into Bowling Green because it has so much potential. There's so many people in Bowling Green, and like it really is. It's kind of a club scene. If you go to to the other bars, but when you walk into Howard's, yeah. you're at a rock club, and you know you're at a rock club. You know, like Nikki and the other bartenders look like they work at a at a rock club. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. it looks like a rock club in there, and you're gonna get that you're gonna get that like the attitude that you're at a rock club. You mm-hmm. know, you walk in and everyone's like, everyone's edgy but supportive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and. And it's great, man. We just love the local scene. Perrysburg, start doing some music so we can just combine yeah, and bridge the two, right? Yeah, Perrysburg. <laughs> Of course, you can yeah. support this podcast by subscribing on iTunes. Leave us, uh, leave us a rating and, and show your friends. Of course, we're also on Spotify now, uh, and uh, go do that. Uh, Podbean, of course, Facebook.com slash on the radar podcast. Of course, Pat Sheckard and his band Ghost Native. Go support them. Of course, here also at Underhill Recordings. Reach out to him for 2018 uh, for uh, for you know music and recording and everything. We're very excited for the new year of this of this podcast and bands and everything. So thank you so much. For for listening in, and this has been another great episode of the On the Radar Podcast. <laughs>